0: The internet is an amazing tool and it allows you to build relationships with some of the coolest people and today I'm going to introduce you to one of my favorites, I call her the female version of me. Right now is the best time ever to be in the music industry. The opportunities to build, engage and monetize a fan base has never been easier. So why do so many artists still feel stuck and frustrated? because the music industry is constantly evolving and they aren't. I created this podcast as a way to help you navigate the music industry, to stay up to date with the changes, to help get your mind focused on what really matters. My name is Rick Barker and I went from living homeless on the streets, addicted to drugs, to helping launch one of the biggest stars in the world. I've consulted major labels like Sony and Big Machine Records, talent TV shows like American Idol and The Launch. I co-authored the $150,000 music degree and I speak at music conferences all over the world. I have a goal to affect millions of people with songs I didn't write or perform by helping creatives just like you get your content to the world. This podcast is one of my ways to achieve that. Welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. First off, I'm just so super pumped that we're able to finally get a chance to just sit here and talk. Uh, I, re- I refer to you as the female version of me. And it's, when I found you on Instagram, I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is just telling it like it is. Uh, I saw Lady J Bookums. I'm like, okay, that sounds like really cool. Let me do a right? little more research on her. And then it comes to find out we were following each other anyway. And right. you had mentioned, referred to me as one of your online mentors And one thing. I'm like, I gotta know this girl. You know, it's like, yeah. what, tell, tell everyone a little bit about who you are what got you to where you are right now and then let's just talk about this business and give some some uh some tools and tips that these independent artists can you know put to action
1: okay cool so i am lady j bookums um i basically started working with independent artists like back in 2012 so you know it started out in atlanta i moved to atlanta in 2008 And I initially came here to go to school for audio engineering because I used to write music. So I used to write songs. I always wanted to be a writer and get my music out and get it played. So I came here trying to go to school to the Art Institute um, because I was like, you know, if I learn how to engineer, I can record my songs. I ain't got to wait for nobody, none of that. So I went to school and literally got kicked out of school like three months later um, because I couldn't get any loans. So I had moved my whole life here though. So I was like, you know, I'm either going to stay here or I'm going to go back to, you know, I I moved here from Pennsylvania. I'm from Maryland. So I was like, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to go back to Maryland. Ain't nothing there. So I was like, I'm going to just it out. So I found a studio, um, Hot Beats recording studio. I had a friend going up there. So I went up there. I talked to the manager. I started to intern there and I was there for about four years. And after four years, I got fired. And that's when I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Because like, I've been in this studio life for four years is all I know. That's where I started to meet big celebrities and, you know, kind of really get my foot in the door and learn a lot about engineering hands-on, but then I got fired. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? So I was, somebody invited me out to a showcase one night and they had artists performing and I was like, I could do this, I could put on a showcase. I know some artists. So I started hosting my own showcases in Atlanta. So I was like popping up at every showcase to kind of like scoop all their artists up. I was going to the strip clubs. I'm like, anytime I see anybody performing, I'm giving out business cards. Like, look, I'm having a show, come and perform my show. And that's how I kind of just start to get known in Atlanta. And um, I was doing showcases, we were doing like prizes, giveaways, I was trying to link up with anyone who would like to be a sponsor, because I didn't want my shows to just be one of those shows where you just charge an artist, they perform one song, and then they're out of there, you know, I right. want to give them some type of value, um, so I was doing that from 2012 all the way up to 2016, and in 2016, I ended up moving to Texas, so I moved to Dallas, um, to be closer to uh, my brothers, which had a company called Never Satisfied, so they had a multi um, multimedia studio. Okay. To where uh, they had recording studio, they had a video production studio. We did a lot of um, like just video work, uh, different stuff like that. We did event work uh, where we rented out um, green screens, photo booths, um, DJs uh, videography, photography, all that stuff. Sure, yeah, you know, sure. We provided all that. So I moved to Texas and I was doing that with my brother and literally like a few months after I moved there with him, uh, we were in a really bad car accident and my brother ended up passing away. Oh man. So at that point, you know, I was like grieving. I stopped doing everything i probably I still haven't written a full song since then he was like my biggest like supporter you know when right. I was there, everybody all his friends knew my songs and everything but uh i stopped working with people i stopped being on social media you know i was getting a follow you know how people are when you when you're not online they start following you they get real petty you know so yep. I lost a lot of followers um and I was just going through the motions of grieving and kind of being depressed and all of that stuff and So
0: when did your brother give you that message from heaven that said get back up girl stop so it was stop like whining, stop complaining
1: It wasn't until 2008 I mean I had to literally I was running our company there okay. so I had to step in his shoes and I was doing a lot of stuff that wasn't like my thing and it was making me depressed right sure. So 2018 I'm just like you know what I'm not doing this family business no more. It's going to be my last year. I need to start getting back to doing what I do. Good. So I started to throw showcases in Texas and it was super live and lit and everybody was loving it. Um, And then I started to get back on my Instagram and I had to go through my own rebranding process that I teach my students. I had to go through the process. I probably started out with like, Four thousand followers last June, so it's been like a year. So last June, I literally had like four thousand one hundred and eighty-five followers on Instagram. That of course they weren't even engaging or anything. I had to erase everything on my Instagram and start new. And fast forward to a year later, literally this is June. Yeah, I like over twenty thousand followers. um Everybody is super engaging with me. Um, I started to create videos, not even on purpose. I created one video, just dropping a, some tips, like some stuff that was on my mind and everybody really took to it. So I'm like, oh, this can be my thing because That's, it
0: is your thing. Yes.
1: Cause I'm, I'm not like a photo girl, you know, I'm not going to be like modeling and everything. So I was like, I could do videos and I could be cool with that. And I just started doing these videos and it was just getting me so much engagement. So I was like, boom, okay, this is my thing. This is what I'm going well, see, to do. See, here's
0: the thing is you're not just doing videos, you're dropping real knowledge. You are, you know, it, it's one of those things where you're giving them the problem and the solution, and a lot of times under a minute. Because that's what the restrictions were for a long time right. on Instagram. And then now you've been able to create these other things. Where did your inside of the music industry come from? I know that you worked at the studios and you watched all this stuff. But obviously, you've got some hands-on stuff going on as well. Because this isn't, you're just not repeating what you've read. You're right. just not repeating. There's a lot of people out there doing that, which is pretty right. funny. They'll watch a video and then shoot a video and re- you know, replicate the video they just watched, and it's exactly. none of their own original content. You were really hands-on with what it is that you're doing. You're speaking off the cuff. You're usually in your car. There are no scripts. There are no teleprompters. There are no edits. Where's that coming from?
1: So that really came from, first of all, you know, being around the industry for years, doing shows. I kind of got to learn a little bit about more of the major side when I was at working at Hot Beats. You know, I've seen a lot of, major artists and how the labels would work with our studio um but then going to the indie side i kind of seen how they were just struggling i'm like y'all don't know nothing y'all just out here performing and thinking like that's it you know so it got to the point where a lot of people were asking me questions and sometimes i didn't know so i would go and learn it and then as my journey was going along i started to really invest into learning you know i buy courses all the time You know, I buy courses, I follow a lot of people who I feel like know way more than me. I learn from them, I do read books. I just, I go to conferences. I just spent a lot of money investing. And um, recently, well, last year, I ended up spending money on a course by one of my online mentors named Danielle Leslie. Well, she's not in this field, but she basically teaches you how to create courses. Yep. I was like, you know, I wanna teach something. But do I really know what I'm talking about? And it's not till I went through her course and how she lines it up It's like how you start putting your information down into a teaching method. It's like, it really starts to let you know, like, dang, I really do know some stuff. Like, That's right. yeah, I'm an expert or something like it. I don't know. So I started to do that and just really write down the things that I know and study the things that I didn't know. And it just started coming out of me, it just start pouring out of me. So I don't know. It's just I'll just be learning every chance I get.
0: Well, and it's interesting because I call myself a serial course buyer as well. It's like if something shows up and it's there, I'm gonna grab it, whether I feel I need it right now or even if I just need a small piece of that right now. Knowing I can go back to it, and people will laugh and they'll go, "Rick, you've spent fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on courses." I'm like, "Yeah, but I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars because of that knowledge and education that I received from those courses." It's like why people feel that self-learning is not valuable. Self-learning, I love because it's on my time frame. It's, right. at, it, it's like I can go pick and choose what it is that I need to know. If I need to learn about Facebook, I go buy a Facebook course. If I need to learn about email, I go buy an email course. If right. I need to learn how to build courses like I did early on with Brenda Burchard, I brought the total product blueprint and learned how to create all online right. courses, ebook, you know, all those things. So that's what I really respect about what it is that you do what are some of the biggest mistakes that you can s- continue to see artists make repeatedly
1: i think one of the biggest mistakes that artists make is not investing into themselves into knowledge you know people think that i'm gonna go pay for studio tom and i'm gonna go perform and they and you know i'm gonna shoot a little video i'm gonna pay for those little things and and then put it out and they think like they are doing something but that's not it. Like artists really need to start investing into learning about the business because one thing that they do a lot is it's just like they waiting around for you to tell them. And then when they see people like, you know, you, myself it's like, the first question is, well, can you be my manager? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, Like you want me to be your manager because you want me to, to do all the things that you're not really willing to do for yourself. I don't manage nobody. You know, and that's why I tell all the artists: no, you have to invest into learning. Because if you if you don't know what you don't know, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing? You know, how do you even know that I'm a I'm your manager and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing if you don't know what I'm supposed to be doing?
0: Right. That's why a lot of people get taken advantage of, and a lot of people get in trouble. One of the things that I found, and I mentioned this last night at an event that I was sharing at, was. Artists don't realize that as soon as they want someone to give them money, they are now a business. And in most businesses, it takes hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to set up and run your business effectively. As an artist, it doesn't. You don't have to buy a, 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 a shop. You don't have to hire a staff. You don't have to buy inventory. You don't have to train. There's nothing but... You have to invest in your business, and the first thing you need to understand is that until people know who to pay, you're not in business. So many artists just record their music, throw it up on YouTube, and then just sit around wondering why they didn't make any money. I have an email, I'll be doing my coaching call for my students here in just a little bit. And the first thing was I had a song about that giraffe birth that went viral years ago wow. and it was played millions of times. Is it too late for me to go back and collect the money?
1: Wow. And
0: luckily for him, it's not. You can wow. got a couple years, but if he doesn't have access to ask that question to someone who knows that he's out of that money. And that's the thing that I really want artists listening to this to understand is to sit down and say, look, the creative side that's on you. but." the education side is also on you. So you need to sit down and say, okay, what is it going to take to effectively run my business? It's if you can't put the right team together because you can't afford to pay them right now, that's okay. You can go out and learn a lot of the things that you need to learn. You can go out and some people will purchase my training for their staff. You know, I can't tell you the number of times lately that I'm being brought in to train a staff to know how to do something. That's a smart investment by these businesses. Right. Instead of, I don't want to be their social media person, but I'll train their social media people.
1: Okay. And- I, I say the same thing. Like, I'm not going to be the person. Now, you could buy a course from me that explains what you need to do. But I think one thing with artists, they don't even really take the time to research about what they need or who they need. You know, like, and that's why I put on my Instagram a lot, like, um, you know, who do you follow that influences you? And that's why I call you guys my online mentors because sure. feel like for you to have a mentor, they got to know you. And I'm like, nah, these people don't know me. I mean, they're going to get to know me, but they don't know me, but I'm going, they're going to be my mentors right. because that's what I want. So I tell my followers, like you guys need to go and follow people that are giving you gems that's feeding your soul f- so that you can progress in your music industry And that's without even paying them. A lot of people right now are giving out great advice. You know, they have podcasts, like you have podcasts, they have eBooks, all of these things that don't even really cost a lot of money that you can start with ASAP.
0: Or any money.
1: Exactly. But it's like, they just don't take the time to even research. And that's why I wanted to start featuring, um, a lot of people that I follow. That's why I put you guys' video on my Insta story so that my followers can see, like, first of all, I'm not the only person. And let me tell you where I be learning from, you know, I don't know everything, but let me tell you where I learn from. So go follow these people. So sometimes, you know, the saying, if you knew better, you do better. Sometimes these artists don't know better.
0: Well, they don't know what they don't know. That's it. And, and, and right now they're like, they're putting all their faith and their trust into, into one person. And I love what you said a second ago. Of, it's like, so you get me to come on your team. How do you know I'm not screwing you? Right. How do you know I know what it is that I'm doing? And I think that right now, the ability to learn is there. And I, I, I honestly feel that right now, if an artist cannot succeed with the tools that are readily available to them, with the knowledge that is readily available to them, Either their work ethic sucks or their music sucks. Right. There's no reason why an artist today can't make 50 grand a year doing what it is that they love. There's 7.8 billion people out in the world. You go find a thousand that like what you do, give them an opportunity to spend 50 bucks with you all year. Make sure that your music set up properly so that every time it gets played, you get paid. You can make 50 grand. It's not that hard.
1: You know, it's crazy. I still have a lot of artists that don't even know about collecting money, like royalties and, you know, pros and everything. When I drop videos, they're like, what's a pro? I'm like, you don't know what that is.
0: (laughs) There's no money coming in.
1: Right. You need to hit up Google. And the crazy thing is a lot of things that I even talk about is free on Google. You know, even things in my course, this stuff is free on Google, but you just... Artists don't want to take the time to go and research it. They just want somebody to give it to them. Well, and
0: that's why it's important because Tony Robbins says, and I share this a lot, you can turn days into decades. It's like they can take the same 30, 40 hours that you spent doing the research to put this course together, or they can spend, you know, I don't even know what the price of your course is, a couple hundred bucks and get all this information right in front of them. It's like what I tell people is you cannot buy success, but you can buy the speed at which you learn. And that's what is so important right now. It's like when you value your time and you say, look, I could either spend 40 hours in the studio creating or I can spend 40 hours learning everything that Lady J. Bookham's knows or Rick Barker knows or wait, I can spend 150 bucks, get all the most up-to-date information that he updates as social media changes and that allows me to go in and create and do what it is that I do. That goes back once again, to the mindset. The artist mindset is so important. If you're an artist and you're listening to this right now, you are not who we're referring to. I can tell you that right now or you wouldn't be this far into this podcast, but you are someone who's always seeking additional knowledge and information. And because of that, I would love for you to uh, tell everyone where they can learn more about you. I'll make sure that we you know, hook that up and send people in your direction, but tell them where they can find out more about you besides your Instagram, which is at lady J bookums, you, you guys should subscribe to her and watch her stuff. I love it because I get to share her content, which like she says, I get to share in my story, valuable content that I did not have to create that I know is bringing value to my audience. So where can they find you?
1: So, you can actually go to my website, which is www.indieartistblueprint.com. So, on my website, um, it pretty much uh, has the courses that I sell. Um, you know, my radio station will be launching on July 7th, which is a Sunday. Um, so, you can sign up to get your music featured on our radio station which is the Blueprint radio show. Um, Anything that I have going on as far as courses or services or anything like that, you can find it on the website, which is www.indieartistblueprint.com.
0: And that is artist singular, I-N-D-I-E-A-R-T-I-S-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T.com. Blueprint is a very popular word in the uh, internet marketing space. That's how I found Music Industry Blueprint a few years ago and Social Media Blueprint and Band Based Blueprint. It's like you got, we got the blueprints, okay, folks? So let's make sure that we give you that. Thank you again. I really, really appreciate you as a person. I love your heart. I love your spirit. I think that the service that you're providing is so valuable. Just a bit of information for those of you artists that are watching this that did set your business up properly. Know that any continuing education in your field is tax deductible. You get to write it off. It's part of running your business. So don't forget to continually educate yourself, continue to move forward, continue to treat this job like it's a job, but continue to run your business like it's a business. Remember, you do the minimum, you'll get minimum results. You do the maximum, you're gonna get maximum results. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Now, if you feel that having me as a coach or a mentor would benefit you at this stage in your career, I would love nothing more than to be a part of your team. Simply go to rickbarker.com forward slash assessment. That's r-i-c-k-b-a-r-k-e-r.com forward slash assessment assessment, A-S-S-E-S-S-M-E-N-T. Let's see if we're a good fit. By answering the questions during this free assessment, it will also give us a great starting point and next steps to move your career forward. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from this podcast, please share it. It means the world to me. Last thing, let's stay in touch. Follow me on socials. I'll follow you back. And until next time, have a great day. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there.